Hello everyone, I'm Joseph Roberson, aka Professor Joe of both King Talk Podcast and the Professor Joe Show, and you're currently listening to King Talk, our transparent discussion on any and all issues related to life with the intent of creating an environment of effective communication and an atmosphere of respect, compassion, and understanding. If there's something you'd like to hear discussed, feel free to drop us a line, shoot us a DM, and let us know on IG at King Talk Podcast. That's one word, King Talk Podcast, one word on IG, or you can also find us on Facebook at King Talk Podcast and on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and a host of other platforms as well. Today, today, let's get to this. Now, little do you know, before we start recording, we've been sitting here for about 45 minutes talking on some things I should have been getting on tape, but we, you know, got lost in the sauce, so to speak. But today is my esteemed privilege to welcome Chavis Carpenter. Chavis. Appreciate thank you. you appreciate thank, thank you. Thank you for Pleasure making the here. time. We appreciate you. you. Now, the irony, and again, this is this is not the first time it's happened to us where we start talking before we start recording. And, um, so some of the things we just talked on, uh, you know, were so humbling. And I want to relate it back to a post you made okay. that I wanted to touch on today. Because so we were just talking about financial literacy, financial investments, and, and the fact that, uh, you know, me, I'm nearing uh 48 this year and i'd imagine you somewhere within that window you looking like you yeah, in the yeah. mid-20s my king. Nah, man but I you know that, you king. know yeah yeah I'm so not too far behind so with the um we talk about the financial literacy i have to humble myself because there's certain things i can introduce my son to mm-hmm. but at the same time there's certain lessons i'm going to need to learn from him okay and so you, that kind of reminded me of a post I saw you made where I kind of wanted to open up today touching on that because I just thought the wisdom and insight in what you said and the humility was so powerful that more people have to be aware. So what you mentioned was um, something to the fact, I took some notes on it, I had to do my research, oh, man. Okay. Okay. Um, a di- some dialogue or communication that you were having with your kids mm-hmm. and you were acknowledging that, hey, I've always had these open channels of communication yeah. and great communication with my kids, but you said how your kids came back and let you know, like, and I thought it was interesting. You used the word terse. Yeah. You said, like, they let me know, like, hey, Pop, sometimes you're a little terse with us. Yeah. And you've had to be open to receiving critical feedback Absolutely. from your kids. Absolutely. And I just think th- that's a big deal because yeah. well, I grew up in a generation where, man, you ain't about to give your parents that's no right. feedback that's on right. how they interact with you. Can you share that with us? Absolutely. Um, so I had this... Uh, long-running discussion with my kids for about um, four or five months. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, with age, we change. Right, right. Our kids change. And my kids were getting to an age where they're no longer eight, nine, ten years old. You know, these are 18, 22-year-olds. Gotcha. So uh, my daughter, the oldest, she came to me one day and she said, Dad, you know, I wish we could go back to the days where we were just kind of carefree and you weren't so on my case about what's next. Yeah. What's the next yeah. move? So yeah. you're graduating from college. What's your next move? Hey, you... Can we applaud that real quick? Man. Graduating college? Thank you. And that's an accomplishment one way or another. Absolutely. But at the same time, I think I have an awareness. I think I'm accurate. Your daughter is uh, just graduated from a UC institution, right? University yes, of California, right? UCSB. That's okay, right. and that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. So Thank just you. one more applause. Thank you. I, I and then I, I can't leave out my my young Chavis. I can't leave out <laughs> young C, right? Yeah, Little yeah. C, because mm-hmm. um, he also just graduated, correct? Yes, sir. And graduated from high school. Yes, sir. And that's still to be acknowledged. Absolutely. That's still to be acknowledged. Absolutely. So clap it up for Chavis. Thank, Thank you. Okay, Thank so you. she's saying she she wished she could go back, or yes. y'all could go back. Yeah, to to a time where things weren't so uh, tense 
and it wasn't all business. Yeah, it was just yes. so we could have a relationship where I was just dad and I put my arm around her and we go for a walk and we talk right. about how are you feeling? Yeah. You know, yeah. Hey, yesterday you went, you know, with your friends to hang out. How was that? Right. Instead of everything being focused more on, you know, I want to make sure that you have these plans, you know, for the next phase of your life, right. that you don't miss a step. Yeah. And along the way, you know, I think I put so much pressure on her um, in a way that she acknowledged that it was good pressure. Right. But she, there has to be balance. Yes, yes. There has to be balance. So as a parent, I had to take a step back and say, man, where did I go wrong? Where did I go wrong? Thinking in a, in a sense that I did something to hurt my kid. I hear that. Or so my you, kids, but I didn't. Right. So that was the way you formulated in your mind while at the same time, it's not that you did anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. That's right. the way I received it initially. Right. right. Like, wait a minute. Hold on a second here. I'm here for your benefit. Right. Yeah. You know, and um, so I received that information wrong, wrongly the first time. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And um, so I translated that to my wife. Uh, as being, you know, there's a, an issue with my kids. And she said, no, 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 no. You have to take a step back. Take a step back. Right. Pause for a minute and really hear them because you're thinking like an old school parent where you're just going to overpower the kids. No, it's my way. You're going to listen right. to me because I know better than you. I've lived longer than you. Right. And you have to take a step back as a parent sometimes and just understand. You can be 70 years old. You can be 50. You can be seven. Um, seven months old. Everybody's to be respected. Right. Everyone's opinion is to be respected because you can learn a lot from a small child. Right. They can right. tell you something when you're out of line, you're out of pocket. Yeah. A small kid can walk up to you and say, hey, <laughs> calm down. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that serious. Hey, watch this though. They have in my case, it, right? You know what I'm I've saying? learned some very insightful things from um, many of my students over the years. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, I, and I consider that actually a blessing. Yeah. I just am appreciative that I'm willing to listen Absolutely. and allow their feedback Absolutely. to benefit me. But again, as with my students, mm -hmm. and maybe I'm not certain would I be as receptive as, as you have been yeah. to hearing that critical right, right. feedback from my right. kids. Cause it's like, after all I've done for you, right. I'm, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's tough. It's okay. tough to hear your kids tell you about your flaws. Right, right. Because as a parent, sometimes we feel like we're flawless. Yes. I'm doing the best I can and I know better than you. I've yeah. been on this earth yeah. longer than you. Yeah. But sometimes, man, your kids have been around you long enough. They can tell you when you're yeah. out of line, yes. and when you made a misstep. Yeah. So you have to be open and you have to be willing to listen to your kids. You have to, you, their opinions are just as valuable as yours. Right, right. Especially since their thought process. I, and I think this is what's so crazy about dealing with my kids. I think some, and, and it's probably not just myself, other parents as well. But sometimes the hardest aspects of their identity to deal with mm -hmm. are the ones that are a direct reflection of myself. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So when they're letting me know yeah. something about me, it's like, so my daughter will do things where I'll be looking at her sometimes like, dang, your attitude. Mm -hmm. And then the ironic thing that I find somewhat humorous is I'll stop and, and step back and observe and think like, but I like it though. Yeah, yeah. I like that you like yeah. that. I like that you're going to speak your mind. You're going yeah. to have your thoughts. And no one's going to invalidate or undermine your thoughts no, because you have confidence in your thought process. Yeah. So 
You know, but I just I just thought when I heard you state that also not not just your um, my experience of, of listening to your post that day. I also like the setting. I like that you do it in that hammock looking chair yeah, on it because yeah. it puts me at ease when I'm listening to your stuff. Right. And you yeah. outside. I wanted to do today outside just because of you. Man. But then all of a sudden I went out there and it was so hot. I was like, we're not doing this <laughs> out there. Think about right? that again. Yeah, like, yeah. okay, this ain't going to work, man. Rethink that. Yeah, I was like, I can't copy my brother today because yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't got no shade. Yeah. But it's, it's not just that I admired um, your ability to receive that from your kids yeah. and use it mm -hmm. positively mm -hmm. and, and uh, acknowledge it as constructive feedback. Oh, yeah. But the fact that you was willing to get on social media and share, right, yeah. publicly yeah. about that, I just think like, I appreciate genuine people, man. you know, Thank because you. no one's perfect. That. No one's perfect. And I, I can learn more and from my own mistakes and that of others mm -hmm. than I'm going to learn necessarily from everything you do right or perfect, right. you know? Yeah. So no, I appreciate that, that man. Uh, my king, I tell you this, man, I, and you inspire me as well. So I just want to put that out there. Thank you. But I absolutely, um, the reason that I post some of the things that I do is because mm -hmm. I feel like Many of those things are not talked about. Yes, yes. Um, with men our age, right, right. Um, with adults our age, yes. and in our community. Yes. So many of these things um, go overlooked. We talk about them, small talk, right. but put it on a, a platform where people can really understand. Like you're going through the same thing. Right. Your kids are just like mine. Yeah. Your life may not be the same, but I guarantee you've experienced many of the things that I've experienced and vice versa. So we can learn from it. To hear someone else say, hey man, you don't have to be that stubborn. You don't have yeah. to be stubborn. Sometimes you have to open up and you have to be receptive. Right. And I mean, not just to my kids, I'm talking about to other people. Yeah. You know, I've had outside uh, elements come in and you know, give me feedback about things that I feel like no, I'm hardline this way. I'm hardline this way. And yeah, then, yeah, you know, yeah. you get different information right. that can help, you know, yes. to balance out that those thoughts. Most so. definitely. Hey, what you said is so powerful because, you know, as you shared that, one of the experiences I've been having as of lately, especially in these times of adversity and challenge, mm -hmm. um, and especially in a time where there's a heightened level of awareness of racial divides and racial issues mm. is that a lot of times when people share their thoughts on social media, I feel that I, I've always had an ability to listen. Even when something is saying something that technically I could have an emotional reaction to, mm -hmm. because my life has required it, my survival, yeah. I've developed a skill of removing my emotion and my judgment and my reaction and just listening mm -hmm. and biding my time before I respond, over which time I can usually look at something objectively and decide like, okay, well, no, I can understand how, I can understand like looking at it from their perspective and through yeah. their experience of life. Absolutely. So there's times where I see these dialogues and exchanges occurring when I'd be like, I see two people at an impasse where they're so invested in just being right. Right. Where right. I think to myself, like, dang, if either y'all would approach this dialogue from the intent to understand, we could we could move past this, mm -hmm. right, and get to a point where we could focus on some bigger issues oh, yeah. that are existing in society that might lead us all to our demise if we don't address them 
in some you, you know united manner which is why again I appreciate when I see people who exist with insight because you've made some posts that address the severity of what's going on. Oh, yeah. And I like that you've also told people like, you know, hey, be at ease, mm -hmm. calm down. But you've also told people like, be, be vigilant. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But be at ease. Absolutely. You know, hey, yeah. be willing to listen. Absolutely. And I'm hoping that uh, people take those messages and really benefit from them in that way. What, what is your experience of, of what you've been seeing in terms of uh, people's um, ability to handle those types of dialogue on social media or or face to face or whatever the case you know what we're, we're in uh, very interesting times mm -hmm. um, I don't recall the country being at such a divide as okay. where where we are right now and you touched on something that I think is uh, pivotal you talk about uh, removing the emotions yeah. Yeah. that's a very difficult thing to do right yeah. now um, that's what I've, I've been yeah. seeing Many people are having uh, difficulties removing that portion of the conversation, the emotions. So although someone may have a great point and they yeah. might be going down the right path, yeah. when the, the emotions become involved, then the opposition becomes emotional. Right, and that's right, where you right, get right. your conflict. So for myself, don't get me wrong, I'm guilty of it too. I'm, you know... it. it that's a skill that's difficult to master, the tongue and the emotions. Um, but with life experience, with wisdom, and wisdom, that comes from actually going through some things in your life. You can't talk about wisdom and experience, like you said, without having lived it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, you have, you know, folks out there, oh, you know, from my perspective and from, you know, the wisdom that I've gained, what does that really mean? You can't really have wisdom unless you've gone through it. Yeah, yes, yes. So that portion of it, yeah. life experience, yeah. there's a huge divide between those that have lived it and those that are talking about things right, right. from a comfortable yeah, yeah, outside yeah, yeah, perspective. Yeah. From, uh, theoretically speaking. Yeah, Correct. yeah, yeah. So yeah, there, yeah, there's, yeah. Your, there's your yeah. huge divide there because... Yeah. Um, I'm much like much like yourself. I'm from the inner city. Um, saw a lot early on that kind of helped form the opinions that I have. Not all of them right. Many of them, from my perspective, are right. But I've learned through times when you take the emotion out mm -hmm. and you see it from a different perspective, and you kind of combine your thoughts with the other information you receive, you become more well-rounded, more well-balanced. So life experience yeah. and, and and so you have men much of america right now um they say oh there is no racism in america uh you know black people haven't been oppressed historically what are you talking about because you haven't lived it mm -hmm. and i'm not talking about uh, racism from an emotional perspective yeah. i'm talking about books yeah. i'm talking about history documentation so from that perspective, um, I'm emotional about that. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm yeah. emotional about that because you have to be emotional about that. Because if we're emotionless about things that important, right. we, we don't have any movement. There's no progress. Gotcha. So it's okay to be emotional in that aspect, but when it comes to um, dialogue that is uh, progressive, Right, right. That's when you have to take the emotions out. Right. When, while we're trying to move forward, yes. 
You have to be able to receive yes. information, combine it with the emotions, take the emotions out at that point. Right, right. To be able to, to absorb. Feel it. the emotion, feel it. Feel it. And, and what you're saying is so powerful because it is. And it's okay to have emotion when you're expressing something. Yeah. In the sense of someone knowing that you're genuine and I, hey, I feel this passionately, yeah. right? Yeah. But then you, one, the one thing I see so many people missing, and this is on all sides of all yeah. these topics, beyond just race. All yeah. sides, I don't care if it's the coronavirus, everything else, yeah. right? Yeah. People, very few people have the ability to articulate a cogent argument. Like, it's not just, it's okay, I get how you feel. Right, right. But I'm, but the way you just articulated it, <laughs> and I mean from both sides, yeah, I'll yeah. be listening to, yeah. so me, I'm kind of sitting back. So you got the maskers and anti-maskers, right? Yeah. And I could see both arguments. I, could, I hear what you're saying, I hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But the way you articulate it, right. you don't speak. So it becomes <laughs> this, when you question someone is, uh, yeah. and okay, so one in the scripture I learned growing up said, always be prepared to make a defense. Right. And I always remember that all my life, no matter what you do, and I live that way. Mm -hmm. I live that way where it's not important whether you accept me or how I feel. I don't need you to validate me. But what I do need is to always be prepared to defend who I am in terms of not just to others, but to myself. When people right. could, Joseph, do you stand by the way you are? And if so, why can I explain it to myself? That goes yeah. back to the saying too, and I'll try to go full circle is that I've always used. Y'all remember this, a, a saying I think I created was, if you lie to yourself, who can you trust? Mm. So therefore, I've always been trying to analytically process to myself, Joseph, can you really stand behind this behavior? Is this why you do, right? So anyway, that being said, I'll see people debating something. And when someone questions them on, to, okay, so this is how you feel, or where'd you get that information, or this and that, I see people still respond at this age where it's like, really? <laughs> really? That? And I think like, damn, that's your argument? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's some juvenile stuff. <laughs> right, right. Kids right. won't accept that from right. each other. But I got right. grown adults I'm observing having dialogue. Yeah. So, um, so that's one of the things. And, and again, you feel, feel the emotion. Mm -hmm but be able to articulate it right. in a coherent and comprehensive manner. Without the emotion. Boom. Exactly. Hey, yesterday, me and my pops had a conversation for two hours, right? Mm -hmm. Now, this was what was so cool about it, man. Like, we were talking about some political issues, which essentially we had some difference of opinion, differing views, right? Mm -hmm. And man, we were articulating and talking about it each other, but the fun thing was about this. Somewhere in the conversation, almost lost track of what we was talking about because I was enjoying the fact that I'm right. on the phone with my pops, right. just talking for hours. Mm -hmm. So when we got off the phone, we didn't necessarily hadn't convinced each other that like, he didn't subscribe to my view or vice versa, right. but it was something so powerful that like, dang, I'm just, I'm a grown man now chopping it up with my pops yeah. about societal issues yeah. and just was like, and became overwhelmed with just the fact that I'm on the phone with my pops, especially since I didn't grow up with him. Mm -hmm. So that being said, because there was no need for me to try to convince him of my rightness and no need because it was just us sharing as men. Right. So I think that's a, a lot of what I observe with people's dialogue, too, is everyone's need to, by time this conversation is over, you need to accept my viewpoint as the viewpoint of righteousness versus, no, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to speak truth mm -hmm. and I'm going to put the truth on your mind. And then the rest is up to the universe. That's right. Because when you go home to rest your head on that pillow in silence, I know when the universe puts stuff on your mind. I That's believe right. in a higher power. I believe in the collective consciousness. I believe in my connection Absolutely. to the universe. So even doing this podcast, my mm -hmm. brother, this ain't about 
everyone has to accept my perspective. Yeah. No, this is, I genuinely feel I'm fulfilling my responsibility to the universe when the universe says, this is what I expect from you. And yeah. so, okay, then, then I'm going yeah. to do that. That's a blessing, man, you know? to have that perspective. That's a blessing. Yeah. And I just want to touch on uh, what you just mentioned about as far as um, respect yes. for others. Yes, yes, And going back to when I was talking about my kids okay. a short minute ago, same thing. Talking politics yes. and respecting others', uh, others opinions, yeah. it's the same thing. You have to be able to listen. Take the emotions out. Yes. I could have been emotional. Yeah. I could have been <laughs> yeah. combative yeah. with the kids. Especially no. since we come from a generation of parents who usually would have been exactly. emotional. Exactly. And that's yeah. growth. Well, get out of my house then. That's growth. And that's <laughs> yeah, progress. Yeah. Is yes. being able to uh, take the emotions out and to be able and to be able to hear clearly yes. the, the the message that's being relayed to me. So absolutely. Uh, yeah. that's imperative, man, it, it, as far as uh, being a good listener being a good communicator, being able to hear. You have to be able to take the emotions out so that you can hear. And I've been guilty of it. Yeah, you know, you yeah. get emotional online yeah. with people and conversations about things that are important to us. Yes. And everybody wants to be right. Yes. Everybody yes, yes. wants to be right. When yes. you remove that aspect of it where you have to be right, yeah. I'm just trying to relay some information. I don't have yeah. to be right. You can receive yeah. it. You don't have to receive it. Yes. But I'm just relaying the information. I'm a messenger. Yes. That's it. Yes. That's it. <laughs> hey, what you said is so deep. I got so going back to the topic of racism. I might read someone's post and I've had yeah. to learn restraint because guess what? If I tried to respond to every post, oh, that, so I had to learn to check myself. Yeah. Like, man, shut this down and do something else, right? Don't even respond. But I saw someone make uh, made a post and it said, uh, and, and it wasn't the first time I heard it, but it said, hey, racism will go away if we stop talking about it, right? And there was my initial like, but then there's a part of me that knows that the person who made that comment, they had no malintent. Right. They're not being malicious. They're genuine. Yeah. They really believe that. So I was watching some of the responses that no doubt made that person feel attacked. Mm -hmm. So if that person had any issues or concerns, did you reaffirm them? When, when y'all finished that dialogue, did it really help? So I thought that comment, again, I thought it was ignorant but not in a negative way when I use that word ignorant. I really mean like they don't know no better because right. guess what? I could get that thought process. I mm -hmm. get it. I get where you think if you, because we all have this duality of thought process. Like, let me give you a, a, a differing example of it. You'll tell somebody where there's a will, there's a way and you can accomplish anything, right? Mm -hmm. But no, I know some people <laughs> in their 30s still, still think they're about to make it as a professional athlete. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and so, no, there's a balance to it. I might say where there's a will, there's a way, but there's, there's also the empirical validity of life. So mm -hmm. I get where in their head on a theoretical level, that sounds right. I right. get it. You mean well. Right. So I'm not going to also, you mentioned earlier, there's like knowledge versus wisdom there, or there's these f philosophical views right. versus, versus the pragmatic and practical understanding of something. So I get where you're coming from. And then at the same time, so how do we bridge this gap to have meaningful dialogue where I don't take it personal? I don't get emotional. I can hear what you're saying. And then now I provide you some feedback with the hopes that, you know, just to put something on your heart. And, and, and again, that's kind of why I created the descriptor yeah. for this t show now is 
creating effective communication because I think that's the key to all relationships with your children, mm -hmm. with your significant other, with your employer, mm -hmm. with the athletes who, Absolutely. you know, when you're refing. Absolutely. And I see that as kind of a lost art. It is. Um, and, and kind of uh, that, that is a reflection of America today. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, the communication uh, across the board. We're talking about at the top. Yeah. When I say the yeah. top, I'm talking about in office with uh, the CDC and, yeah. and with, you know, the advisors. There's a, a, a gap there somewhere with the communication. Somebody's yeah, yeah, not yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's yeah. saying something on one side. Yes. Somebody's saying something on the other. But we're not communicating because the message is not crossing over to hey, both and sides. And you see it. And you, and you see, see it. it. And you see and it. You see it. And, and that translates to the atmosphere that we're living in in America right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a huge divide of people that are not listening. Yes. They yes. are not. They're, not, not, they're yeah. not willing to listen. Now, you mentioned the word ignorant. Yeah. Now, there's two types of ignorant. There's the ignorant where I don't know any better. Right. And then there's the ignorant like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. And I don't care to learn. Right. Hey, that willful ignorance. There's that a willful, willful yeah. ignorance. Yes, yes. Because so, yeah, you're, you're not that important to me. If it's, if it's not involved in my circle of life or doesn't impact my experience, I don't care what you're going through. I don't care. Yeah. yeah and, right. and, and, and again... That starts at the top, yeah, yeah, and it's a yeah. trickle down effect. Yeah. And so you have many Americans that are running around that yeah. kind of uh, they carry that same yeah, yeah, emotion, that same feeling, yeah. that yeah. same thought process yeah. as some of the leaders. Hey, but I gotta tell you, this was this is was so funny. I watched that, and, it, and the situation it's about is not funny, mm -hmm. but you know, I, I have to exist in life mm -hmm. by finding humor and stuff. So. There was a, a press conference, and I can't recall at the moment the name of the gentleman who was doing a press conference, but Trump was off to his right. And the guy said, relating to the coronavirus, he was like, we are in a live exercise now. Something he's, he, and I don't know if that's what he was supposed to say. I get a sense he might not, that's not what he intended to say, but he, he was honest, right? Oh, yeah. And then Trump leaned over to him and said... <laughs> um, then you should have told us that. Right. And I thought to myself, like, okay, so at this level of mm -hmm. government, mm -hmm. at this level of government, y'all having some issues communicating? And I think, too, and I'm not the guy who's going to, I don't sit here and become overly critical of any of these political leaders because I just don't yeah. want to invest all my energy in that, right? right? But then at the same time, um, I will say, uh, you know, Trump could most definitely develop some skills with oh, yeah. bridging gaps Absolutely. with the comments that come out of his mouth. Absolutely. And I think, I would hope, that 99.9% .9 of the people who support him could at least acknowledge that. Absolutely. Like, you know, like, hey, you, he, you could be his greatest fan and advocate and at the same time still acknowledge, like, um, in terms of being an orator who, who mm -hmm. has a message of reconciliation, yeah. he's not the most skillful at it. So, you know, and, and so that does create an energy in this country, oh, yeah. you know? When, it, when, there, when there's no obligation yeah. or no benefit, to supporting a cause or a sector of society, you can always tell by the the uh, nonverbals, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and also yeah. the you know the things that come out of their mouth. So everything about that regime, there's just no benefit. What is the benefit of me acknowledging you? What's the benefit of me uh, giving you a voice? So from that perspective, I don't. I try not to you know, invest too much right, right, energy right, right. into yeah, yeah. Trump and his regime or whatever. But it's a valid statement. Yeah. I think it's a valid argument yeah. from, you know, any perspective yeah. that the leadership is just not equipped 
right. to handle the, the severity of the uh, situations that we're encountering right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then when we try to, um, you know, talk about moving forward, and, and again, this is me, a lot of times I said, I sit back and watch. And because sometimes I don't find my opinion to be that relevant. So yeah. rather than just concern myself with what I think, I'm just observing how situations are handled. And so then I hear people when they talk about voting, it becomes, okay, because uh, I'll ask somebody, I don't care who you're voting for, mm -hmm. I'm just curious to know why. And mm -hmm. it's not so I can debate something with you because I, I might not have an opinion on it. Right. I just want to hear yours because I'm gathering yeah. information to develop an opinion, right? Yep. Yep. So I'll be like, they'll be like, okay, well, bye. And then I'll be like, okay, well, what is it about bye? <laughs> and they'll just be like, well, anybody but Trump. And I'll be thinking <laughs> myself like, that can't be the whole philosophy. Is that the whole philosophy? I was like, is there anything hey. related to legislation, policy? Hey, or, I've been there, you know? <laughs> So there, I just yeah, be yeah. thinking like, wow. But I, a lot of times people's first reaction will yeah. be presuming that if I question them on what they're doing, that I automatically hold the position, the polarized opposite where they don't realize, no, I'm just trying to engage people in the thought process. Have you thought about why you say what you say? Why you do what you do? Is there a thought process behind it? Or so, or you just yeah. decided really, no, I'm gonna vote for this person because it's <laughs> anyone. Or I watch people post things about like all Democrats yeah. and all Republicans yeah. Yeah. and all black people, all white people, all police officers. And I think to myself, like yeah. as many, there's some corrupt officers out there. We all yeah. know that. I mean, I don't even think that should be debatable or arguable. Right. But I have seen people post like, like basically saying like, well, if there's a good police officer, show me one. I'm like, come on, man, don't go there. Like you can't, we can't pretend because I got too many of my own peers who yeah. went in law enforcement, who yeah. I know who the truth is, is that's my people, my brother. And if you mm -hmm. got an issue with my, or all white people, because my grandmother still immigrated to this country. So from Italy, so people are going to interpret her as white. And the truth is, is I'm interpreted as a black man. I interpret myself as a black man. I live life as a black man. I live the identity of a black man. But dang, homeboy, if you raise your hand on my grandmother, remember, I don't care who you are, you're about to get it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like everything's not, uh, you know, sometimes society's attempt to impose mm -hmm. the issues. I, ha I have to both participate and, and at the same time be able to step back and, and act as an individual in some sense, you know? Yep, yep. I, I get that, man. And, and um, everything you said, emotion. Yeah, that's a key yeah, word. Yeah, I've yeah, been there. Yeah. Uh, I've had people push those buttons, and and I couldn't articulate my thoughts because okay. I let the emotions take over. Okay, dude. So that that is a process. You know, right. it, it's something that you have to learn how to tame the tongue, and right, how right. to you know calm those emotions when you're in a heated dialogue. You know, not everyone can get into a uh, a heated debate. And, and, and articulate those thoughts. Yeah. And the worst feeling is being that person. When you have a lot to say, a lot yeah. of things on yeah. your mind and you can't get them out because you're so angry and you're so yeah. frustrated. Frustration. Frustration. And that can lead to Absolutely. The wrong way. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you don't get your point across because right. you're so tied up in emotions. Get the emotions out and learn yeah. how to really uh, be passionate about something, but yet convey your message Right. without getting caught up in the emotions of it all. Yeah. Hey, and that's, and that's no doubt far easier said than done. Okay. And, and I want to be honest about something too, because sometimes I don't want to uh, pretend, because mm -hmm. it really would be pretending, yeah. that um, I am just so in control of my emotions and feelings and thoughts. No. My it, reality yeah. is this. Mm -hmm. Ever since being a kid, 
I have been forced to learn what does it take to survive in this environment and then been forced to stay focused on my survival. Mm -hmm. So my ability to control myself right now mm -hmm. is almost just a force of what's required for survival because Correct. what I don't want to be mm -hmm. is one of these, and I was about to say the word idiot, but maybe I ain't gonna use that <laughs> word. I don't want to be one of these people who lose control in the moment yeah. and be viral on social media yeah. the next yeah, day, yeah. man. It's that easy. Yeah, where I be like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. homeboy, you ain't catching that. Yeah. It's always happening to an average person who wouldn't right. have thought that. No, I'm gonna, I'm lo I'm gonna lose it in yeah. this moment on you, and yeah, it's yeah. gonna be okay when yeah. it's like, oh no, it's not, my brother. They catching exactly. people on social media saying some stuff, Man. and none of us need to be walking around here thinking it couldn't be us that's happening to. Correct. You feel me? Right. And Absolutely. and so for me, part of my self control is like, nah, y'all ain't gonna catch me out of character. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that, man. That. Uh, yeah, I, I would be a, a fool to sit up here yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and pretend yeah, yeah. and say, you know what, we are emotional people, um, and I'm talking about everyone. Right, in right. The world. We, that, that's uh, one of our the guiding factors is mm -hmm. emotions. If you feel something, I feel it. Yeah. If I don't, I don't. Yes. And I'm talking from a, an emotional perspective. Right. If I see something, you know, somebody could give me a nonverbal. I feel that nonverbal. Right, right. Emotions. Yeah. It, you know, so that is a, um, that emotions is something that we don't want to take that out of society, but we need that yeah. because emotions, that's how you can feel someone's pain. Yes. You yes, see what I'm yes. saying? You can feel someone's yes. frustration yes. and that's when you can step in yes. and be a, a benefit. And that somebody. is how we relate to each other. Absolutely. Because emotion is a universal language. Absolutely. I might not relate to your experience. Yeah. Because I might be a different gender, a different ethnicity, a, a religion, whatever the case. Absolutely. But guess what? If you hurt, yeah. I know what it is to feel hurt. Absolutely. So, excuse me, I can, I can demonstrate empathy and compassion for you. Yeah. Even if what hurt you, yeah. I don't relate to. Because mm -hmm. like, oh, if that happened to me, that wouldn't hurt me. But that's not what's relevant. Right. What's relevant is that you're telling me you're hurt. Correct. Oh, I can understand what it Absolutely. is to be hurt. And I can even tell someone less, you know, that's, it's not the specific situation I was talking about, but... Let's say I was the person who said or did something to hurt them. Mm -hmm. Whether I think what I did should have hurt you or not doesn't become relevant. It's like, hey, my bad. That wasn't my intent. Right. So I, I appreciate you saying that because emotions are a universal language. That's how we relate to each other as humans. Man. You know, hey, you can, you know, I've run into people, man, and uh, they're hungry. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not talking about hungry for knowledge. I'm talking about hungry, hungry. for food. Yeah. Really hungry. Like yeah. they, they don't have the resources and uh, the financial means and you see that and they're really trying they're not you know looking for handouts or you know looking for somebody to yeah. assist them they're, they're going by in, in life and just trying to pretend that everything's okay because they really are aspiring to do better yeah. but if you have those if you can feel those yes. emotions when yeah. somebody's telling you yeah you know I'm, I'm trying to do this and trying to do that you can relate I know what hunger feels like I know what that feels like, yeah. you know, because every day of my life hasn't always been a big spread right. on the table. So I know what that feels like. It's not always been options. No, that you're no, gonna, yeah, no yeah, not at all. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, living situations haven't always been optimal. You know, it's yeah. th that's yeah. what you do to survive survival. Yeah. So those emotions, I, I think, are developed through life experience, being able to relate, being able to see something in somebody, you know. Uh, that 
someone else may not feel, they may not see. So those emotions are pivotal. We can't take that out. Learning how to manage the emotions is key. And that's where I am as, as a grown man, yeah. not like a, a young man or a right, kid right. coming into that grown man status, learning how, you know, I don't need to fight somebody um, that disagrees with me. Right, and right. we're just gonna fight, just, that's the only yeah. way to resolve it. No, yeah. no, you know what, yeah. I can walk away from you yeah. And, and I'm not being a punk. Don't think right. of me. I'm not walking away being a punk. I just don't have the time to invest right. in right. like silliness. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, yeah. it, it, there's a there's a difference between protecting myself and yeah. being involved in something that just doesn't make any sense. Right. That's right. not a benefit to me. Right. So. And, and not going to lead to any constructive, productive outcome. It's not productive. Right. It's not yeah. productive. Yeah. And there's, our time on this earth is limited. So absolutely. why would I invest any energy and time? I'm, I'm going to trace back for me, my experience of like what you just said to when I was younger, I felt like, no, it is important that you're about to acknowledge what I said yeah, before. Yeah. Right, right. And then through various means of, of acclimating to, to deviant society, to the streets, mm -hmm. like you begin to learn like, OK, this is how you impose your right. will. This is how you get someone to acknowledge because there's yeah. times when you're telling someone my life went like this. I would plead with someone and try to have dialogue. Mm -hmm. And in the environments I was in, that would often cause ridicule and, and, and ostracism in the sense of like, you know, like... You think you're better or whatever it is. And, and people who like, you know, eventually it's, it's a predatory environment. So at the end of the day, it's like, oh, nobody care what you, right. right? So then all of a sudden you graduate through these stages where you learn like, Oh shoot, I know how to make you care. Mm -hmm. And you become prepared and then willing and incapable right. of engaging in violence to get across your point. So after going through those stages and being um, in environments, again, where your manhood is measured by your ability to be destructive. Correct. And, and really um, becoming, you know, honing my skills well in that environment. Yeah. But then leaving and really on an internal level, like, oh, I don't feel no satisfaction. Right. I just I just accomplished getting my mm -hmm. point across because next time I walk in that environment, they all know who I am now. Right, right. But at the same time, even to see a response of fear yeah. in people's face did not make me walk away feeling like, oh, that was the outcome I was looking for. Because, OK, next time I come, whatever I say, that's what's going to happen. Right. And they're going to acquiesce to it. But it wasn't because they shared my vision and believe what I said is because of a fear for right. consequences and repercussions. Right. So I think, I, I, and I don't want, I don't think that's the experience we're looking for everyone to have, right. but nonetheless, it was my growth in life where I realized at this stage of life, like, oh man, if we can't have civil dialogue and develop mutual respect, right. then, then I'm okay with just walking away with, hey, look, I'm, I'm okay with walking away and you don't respect me. Don't mm -hmm. touch me yeah. or my family members, right, but right. if you don't have a value for my life or my opinion or my thought process or you just don't care, oh, well, because you know, I ain't paying your bills, you ain't paying mine. Yeah. Um, but so, so therefore, for me, I'm at that stage of life where the only fulfillment of the dialogue is that we could really walk away with a mutual respect for each other as men and as humans, not necessarily men, men and women, whoever, mm -hmm. you know, as two human beings. Absolutely. And uh, if we're not accomplishing that, you know, just winning an argument for the sake of winning an argument is not going to make me feel any better at this point. No, nah, that's not fulfilling. Um, I think uh, you touched on the um, mutual respect. Mm -hmm. I think that's a movement right now. Outside of everything that's going on, you know, you got the Black Lives Matter and you yeah. have, you know, which is absolutely 
important right now. But I think along with that, another movement that, that we're seeing is mutual respect. Okay. And that yeah. means from all cultures, religions, yeah. Yeah. across the board, yeah. mutual yeah. respect. And I think in years past, uh, and historically, I, I would say that there wasn't always a, uh, a mutual respect. Right. And we'll, you know, we could go on, you know, on and on about that as far as like uh, the treatment of Muslims in this country. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, from, like I said, from a religious perspective. Right. But just across the board, when you talk about people, two human beings, right. multiple human beings, religions, uh, cultures. Right, right. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, all of that, that mutual respect is a. Um, Right now, that's a huge factor in how we move forward. Yeah, yeah. As a country, yes. and, and you know, globally, yeah, we yeah. have to, we have to have mutual respect for yeah. everybody and everything. Whether that's the, you know, the LGBTQ, yeah, you know, yeah. there's yeah. people out there that still have these hostilities towards gay people. Yeah. And yeah. and it, you know, in all of this, there was a, uh, there was a post that went up. I I saw maybe about a month ago about. Uh, trans lives matter okay now I happened to peek into this post and I and I saw these people going back and forth and um, there, there was a young man on there that you know he had some derogatory things to say and about trans lives and he goes, what does this have to do with black lives matter we're trying to fuse all of these different movements and and there was a couple of uh, folks that jumped on there and kind of enlightened him about listen you know that trans life you're talking about, that's a black person. So what does it matter that they're trans, that they're straight? We, we need to just get past all of the, the surface level stuff and get to the, the heart of the matter. Mutual respect, love, kindness. Yeah. We gotta get back to that, man. We have to get back to the mutual respect, the love and the kindness for all people yeah. in this country. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, there was a point in time in my life where you know I was kind of like anti this and anti that yeah, just yeah, being ignorant yeah. being younger being ignorant but as I've grown and matured as a man I understand that listen all lives matter black lives definitely matter right right don't right. get me wrong because all lives can't matter until, until you, black right, lives matter right but nonetheless we can subscribe to that Absolutely. we can subscribe to that just don't offer me that as a rebuttal or yes. retort no, it, it, absolutely. What, what, yeah. what I'm saying, and, and just to make sure that I'm emphatically clear, yeah. black lives matter. When I yeah. say all lives matter, I'm talking yeah. about the trans community. I'm talking about gay lives. I'm talking about, you know, uh, different religions, yeah. cultures, yeah. Yeah. all, people, all walks of life. Hey, the children who are being preyed upon in this society absolutely. and globally. Absolutely, absolutely. You know? Sex trade. Yeah, until, yeah, yeah. You know, the kids locked in cages. I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying... All of that matters. Right, right, right. But like you said, if you yeah. can't subscribe to the Black Lives Matter movement, don't yeah. give me that as a rebuttal. Right, right. Don't offer that don't as offer a rebuttal. That. Don't yeah, offer yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, because yeah, if you absolutely. meant that, if you meant that, then you would have stepped up and said that years ago before the concept. Because a lot of people don't know Black Lives Matter does not just relate to that organization. Right. It's a ideological and moral philosophy right. that hey the, the life of this community matters too so i don't care if you don't want to affiliate yourself with an organization because yeah. i'm not big on any organization because right. an organization is a group of people and whenever you got a group you gonna have some people within that group i can't function that's with. right that's right, right so therefore it's not just about this organization 
uh, oh, and then we could talk about a movement, but uh, a philosophy. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about the philosophy of it, this is what's so crazy. So I'm going to use the Me Too movement mm-hmm. for um, you know women as an mm-hmm. example. When women created that movement in order to acknowledge the um, predatory behaviors of generally of men, mm-hmm. for example, oh, that didn't offend me. Mm-mm. What it makes me do is feel an obligation as a man who has sisters and as a man who has a daughter mm-hmm. is, okay, shoot, let me sit back and reflect on my behaviors and see, because what I do know is this, I experience privilege too. I'm a man. There's male privilege in a patriarchal dominated society. So mm-hmm. I have to begin to think like, okay, how does my benefiting from this privilege, do I any way participate in the um, oppression of women? That's not, that doesn't scare me. That doesn't um, make me feel insecure about my identity as a man, right? I know I, I'm obligated to demonstrate some level of regard for what these people are experiencing. And guess what? Rather than have a rebuttal or retort that like, you know, well, or us too. Right, right. Like, no, there's nothing wrong with me just sitting and listening. Like, okay, yeah. what are you experiencing? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with approaching it from that perspective and reaching across and be like, okay, look, let me consider like, like what, what is there I can do? Mm-hmm. Or, and, and what are you experiencing and saying, okay, I have a concern for your well-being? Because yeah. as soon as I do that, and I can do that with anyone near Grace, we doing okay? Mm-hmm. As, soon as, as soon as I do that, now what I've done is taking away the hostility from the environment where now we can work on moving forward and figure out what has to be done to get the outcomes we we desire. And then what I can do immediately say is, okay, look, while we addressing this, are you open that I'm also observing this group of people over here suffering? Um, Because, you know, I began to see, um, and a lot of us are, we've been aware of it. We've been aware. I was watching a couple of documentaries on Netflix, one of them called The Keepers, talking about um, this one incident that involved a priest who belonged to the archdiocese. And I mean, we kind of all know, hey, don't come get me just because I'm saying it, but we know the history with the archdiocese. (laughs) They protect the the priest rather than immediately deal. They'll send them somewhere else mm-hmm. first deal with them. Like, no, don't get them no more access to kids. Right. So, and that's just one of the ways really, I think what we've seen in the, uh, more recently, not even covered by mainstream media, but more on social media is dealing with the, a true uh, global epidemic as it relates to um, the predatory behaviors on children, not just sexually, but at various other levels that go far deeper. Mm-hmm. But Okay, if I would help and reach out to women and say, no, I respect this movement and how can I participate? If I was not a a man of color, a black man, and I reached out and said, okay, uh, this is the issue going on with your community. Like, hey, I'm buying into it. How can we help? Then what we can do is move forward as a society more quickly and to begin to fixate and focus on all these other issues versus me exerting any energy and to developing rebuttals and retorts right. for any of these. But again, you know, and I said all that, that's long winded to go full circle back to a level of mutual respect to concern. But for me, that, um, that has a relationship with my belief and our connectedness as humans, mm-hmm. that despite all these differences we look at, we're still all humans and we're, we're somehow tied into each other where I refer to many of my brothers as king. I refer to people very respectfully. What a lot of people don't realize is that's a reflection of how I feel about myself. I feel like if I treat you that way, the universe is going to afford me the dignity and you will afford me the dignity I'm affording to you. 
So, Amen. That, so there's almost Amen. a selfish nature in me doing that is yeah. me trying to demonstrate to other humans, hey, I respect your existence on this earth. Yeah. I want to be free to be me, mm -hmm. but I don't want that to interfere with your right to be you. And, and I think sometimes that's, um, it's disappointing to me that more of us can't arrive at that conclusion mm. sooner so that we really could address these other pressing issues. Because what we know is even in the time you and I have been sitting here having this yeah. dialogue, that there's people being victimized. Oh, yeah. And so these things need to be addressed urgently. Why are we caught up spending energy on these petty dialogues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that um, aren't that meaningful in the end, you know? I, I, I can dig it. I appreciate you. Uh... <laughs> no, and, and you know what, man? Uh, I, Kane. My Kane. My Kane. Hey, man, you know what? I, I, I'll say this. That uh, rubbed off on me. You know, because uh, I always try to f be fair to others, yeah. to other men, black men, when I see them, right. you know, not judge them, prejudge. You know, I'm not into that, you know, because we already get prejudged and, you know, right. from other entities. But I'm saying that uh, from the level of showing, you know, that love and that respect and that uplifting yeah. of black men, that helped you know, reinvigorate that passion for my brothers personally, you know what I'm saying? So in my, my everyday walk and I, uh, and I encounter other brothers, I show that love because it's, I feel the same way about myself, but at the same time, I know in our community, I want them to feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I want that yeah. brother to feel that. Listen, man, you let your guard down. Yeah. Let your yeah, guard down. Yeah. Yeah. Come, come give me some love. Relax. We're good. Right. We're right. Good. You don't need to be like that. We don't need to, you know, right, flex right. our muscles and, yeah. you know, and poke our yeah. chest out when we see each other. Yes. Let your guard down a little bit. Yeah. Show some love. Yeah. Yeah. Because hey, yeah. I got you. My kid. I, I can acknowledge you. your. Yeah. I got Real you. life. And, and it yeah. doesn't have to be a, a situation where you're being soft. It's not soft. It's not soft to show love to another man. Right. It's not, right. hey, my brother, I see you. How you doing, man? Yeah, you looking yeah. sharp, man. You look nice, hey, man. It's, it's not weak. It's not weak. It's not weak. It's, it's not actually weak. strong. It's yeah. actually powerful. Yes. But even myself, I can acknowledge being conditioned growing up to think, because it was true, my kindness would be mistaken as weakness. Correct. Right? And it would put me in a position where there was a heightened level of me potentially being victimized. Correct. But the reason I have comfort in being free with who I truly am is because I got away from that. Yes. Okay, I can't be nice. I got to show them this. I got to do mm -hmm. this. But then again, I'm, I got limited hours here on the earth, limited days, limited time, limited moments. And I don't want to spend it any longer being a certain way because I feel I have to, right. but it's not fulfilling to me. I am going to be the loving person I am. Doesn't mean I right. have to put myself in a vulnerable situation. Right. Because guess what? I've already done what I need to do. I know I can yeah. do it again. That's right. If you can't accept my kindness for what it is and you think you're going to victimize me, I got something for you I can show right. you better right. than I could tell you. Mm -hmm. But that being said, I don't have to approach you with that. I can give you love and I can know how to maintain the healthy boundaries because yeah. me giving you love ain't going to put my family in a position to come up short. Right. And if you can't, you know, so now this is the promise I need from you, right? Before okay. we wrap up for today right. is this. I want to discuss that more and I need you back at some point because, you know, we broached some topics today, but what I would like to do at some point is delve more into that and also, um, you know, something related to our community mm -hmm. in terms of us also holding each other accountable, oh. but also giving that love. Yes. And, and that, that's something a lot of people from outside our community don't even understand no. about us. No. They don't even know. Yeah. And then this is what's so funny. A lot of times 
we can't talk to each other on social media because some of us are resistant to it. Like, this ain't no social media conversations. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and so in one sense, they right. Yeah. But in another sense, well, well, when else we go have this conversation? We all about to meet up and have it. Yeah. That's what I think is funny nowadays, too. Like, what well, we go all meet at the park? Right, we having right, a societal right. conversation. Yeah. This is global. Yeah. So, talk about it. So, yeah, we got to be willing to talk about it mm -hmm. without fear for pulling the curtain back or concern for how other people view it. Because we got to get this resolved amongst ourselves yeah. so that we can move forward. Because yeah. also at that point, I'd like to go in a post that um, you acknowledge something about whatever uh, young men, I'm still going to refer to them, young men, young brothers was out there uh, doing wrong. I'm going to acknowledge mm -hmm. it as doing wrong to some of our Latino brothers. Yep. And, and my brother, one of the things I respected is this. You ain't. You ain't co-sign on nothing. You acknowledge yeah. like, no, nah, well, that's some buffoon. That's some inappropriate. Yeah. That's not what we doing yeah. out here. That's right. And because sometimes all peoples, yeah. not just us, all peoples are not willing to hold their own accountable. That's right. And call out their own for. And yeah. that has to be done, too, where Absolutely. I love mine and I want to stand by mine. But I ain't going to stand by you just because we are the same culture. No, if you're doing wrong, you're doing wrong. Man. And at the end of the day, I'm affiliated or associated uh, more appropriately with yeah. humans from wherever they're from right. who are willing to conduct themselves righteously towards yeah. each other, not doing harm because it no. seemed cool or funny no. or no. entertaining. That's, that's, that's not the movement. Yeah. We're not moving like that. Yeah. So yeah. If, if people out there are not moving like how we're trying to move, yeah. then that's not a part of our movement. Yeah. You know, and, and when I said that, that came from the heart. Yeah. That, that, was, that was a genuine uh, thought. And, and yeah. genuine verbiage that came out of my mouth when I yeah. said that. Um, you now you can be you can be black, you can be my brother, and I love my brothers. Don't right, get me right. wrong. But if you out there doing dumb stuff, yeah, 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 and I'm talking about dumb yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah, I can't support you. Yeah. Ain't no place and space for that right here. There, there, yeah. There's absolutely no place yeah. and space for it. So. Um, you know, with, with that in mind, you know, we do have uh, people out there in the world in all walks of life, every ethnicity, you know, culture, whatever, that, that are not, that are not good people. Yeah. They're, they're, that's a fact. Yeah. There are people out there in this world that are not good people. We're not going to change them. We're not going to make those people turn into saints overnight. Yeah. You know, we show them love and we try, if we can reach them in time, yeah. we show them love and, you know, try all to right. talk to them. But everybody's not going to be a willing listener. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to acknowledge that there are people in this world that, you know, they're yeah. on their own, man. They're doing real their life. own thing. They real life. Real life. Yeah, they made a left back yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing like their own said, thing. They made they left. They made a left. Hey, so we I, that's what I'd like to do, my brother. I want to follow up and go a little deeper into that. Uh, I appreciate you for, for taking the time, for sharing a very powerful message. King. I hope people really heard it, my king. Thank you. Hey, it's been a blessing to sit and talk with you. Hey, it's very validating for me, too. Yeah. As I move through life, man, success, money, whatever, you know, I've, I, I've acquired some, not a lot, but some of it, right? It has never been as validating as to have people I have a respect for willing to come sit down and validate that, hey, uh, Joseph, this is what you're doing. You're trying to send this message to society. You're trying to have these discussions. I'm willing to participate. I thank you for validating my existence and honoring me with your presence, my king. Man, I, I appreciate you. That's And I up. just want to say, man, and for that, you are very wealthy. Oh, wow. Yes. You're very wealthy. I get that. I get that. Yes, sir. Hey, you've heard it, people. Two kings talking. Uh, we hope you tune in next time. Thank you for being present with us.